Welcome to Trail Manners, the podcast so dedicated to mountain trails and running that they broadcast out of a 78 Volkswagen bus in the mountains. Who does that? Eric and Joel are your hosts and will bring you the trail life as you may have not heard it before. You hear about everything from gear reviews, nutrition to keep you upright and moving forward, and they'll even bring guests into the bus for conversations that you won't hear anywhere else. It's time for some running adventures on a higher elevation. The old 78 Volkswagen bus is fired up and headed to the mountains. Here are your hosts for Trail Manners, proudly representing the 801 with their passion and love for the trails, Eric Manning and Joel Hatch. Welcome to the Trail Manners Podcast, episode number 88. Today, Joel gets Michael Lehman from the Trail Initiative on the phone out of San Diego, California, to talk more about what he's got going on. So if this is your first time listening, then thanks for coming. The Trail Manners Podcast is produced every week for your enjoyment, and show notes are found at trailmanners.com. Come back often, and please feel free to add the podcast to your favorite RSS feed or iTunes. You can also follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Trail Manners. All links from the show notes. Now let's get after it. All right, welcome to episode 88 of the Trail Manners Podcast. I'm your host, Joel Hatch. Eric Manning will be sitting this one out. So for show number 88, we have Michael Lehman on the phone from San Diego, California. Michael is the founder of the Trail Initiative. Their mission is to clean, restore, and preserve trails in the Southern California area. Mike, thanks for calling into the show today. Oh, thanks for having me, Joel. Um, so tell really me what appreciate bit. you taking time. Oh yeah, no, hey, no problem. Uh, I appreciate you, you know, taking your time away from your, your busy hospital schedule to jump on the <laughs> mic and, and talk to you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so let's get right into it. So tell me a little bit about the Trail Initiative. What is it, and, and how did you come up with it? Well, we started the Trail Initiative um, in March uh, 2017. Um, it initially started with my four-year-old son, believe it or not. Um, we were on our daily hike that we do together, and uh, he saw some trash on the trail and he looked at me and he goes you know dad this is really sad this is uh, and i go well, what, what's wrong bud and he goes well there's there's trash on the trail that doesn't belong on the trail that belongs on a in the garbage you know a four-year-old i was like wow so we picked it up you know together and threw it away it was just a little bit of trash but you know we went i went home and uh you know I, it just really hit me that a four-year-old was so distraught about you know things we don't really think about and then um so the next day i, I was still thinking about it i turned some uh turns turned to some of my uh, trail running friends and uh i asked them i was like well what if we start a, a foundation you know just a, just a group of guys you know wanting to make a difference uh, help restore and clean and preserve trails you know out here in southern california and um that it just skyrocketed from there i i met with my uh, a good friend of mine eric and we started talking about how we can um make this grow and uh we came up with a name the trail initiative because we all wanted to take an initiative to make trails better out here and it made an instagram page a facebook page and it just really really blew up and uh started holding events uh free events from social media and there it went so that's how it started it's small but we're we're quickly expanding so right so uh, you said you started march of this year 
March of this year, yeah. And we have over 600 followers now. Um, we just did our first cleanup at a, a local trail here in Rose Canyon. Um, we had a pretty good following. Uh, it was during a race, so not a lot of people showed up, but we uh, we got it done. We uh, cleaned about six bags of trash in about a mile span on one of these trails here in San Diego. Yeah, I saw the picture uh, of that. That was not small trash bags. Those were like pat. No, these are these are like industrial size, like hef bigger than hefty hefty bags you know right what was not the, only that what we, was the most type of trash item so if there was one that was like you know that you found consistently oh, over and over again was it like beer cans what what did you find the you most know, it, most of it was um plastic oh you name it plastic bottles um was the big one um we found a car battery Oh my gosh! Apple really? Tires? Yeah, yeah. It was. How it was did they crazy. get a car battery out there? Was that was there like a road close to you it? Know, I have no clue how. We were wondering that ourselves. We were like, how did how the heck did people get a car battery out here? And uh, we we work with the local rangers, and the rangers were saying that uh, they were having a lot of um, homeless people live out on the trail we were cleaning up. So did you guys what they were doing with a car battery? Probably, I'd, uh, yeah, it was, it was crazy. Uh, bike tires, buckets, you name it. It was, it Ew. was crazy. Really? Bucket? Yeah. Like, like they're going to like poop like buckets? Ba What's going bathroom on? buckets. Yeah. Oh, like straight great. up ultra marathon. I need to poop buckets. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so it was, it was crazy. And it was, and this was just a couple miles and the, right. these, this trail we were working on, it goes for, 10 20 miles i believe um and that was just one trail it was it was crazy um bottles buckets tents sleeping bags right you name it it was it was crazy so tell me a little bit about um i'm sorry to get off topic here but tell me a little bit oh, about no, your, your trail running culture there in san diego um you guys have you have a lot of races down there. You guys just had the San Diego 100 this past weekend. Yeah. You have yeah, like a did. super strong trail running community down there? You know, we, we do, and it's actually really growing. Um, not only are we doing cleanups with the trail initiative, we're, we're doing training runs and group runs. We just had a group run this Sunday, and about 10 people showed up. How do you guys girls, communicate? Actually, <laughs> so how do you guys that? most? So how do you guys mostly communicate? Mostly um, Facebook. You know, uh, this social media craze is the thing now. Um, we're working on building a website, but most of our communication is just strictly just Instagram and Facebook. We put one of those event event things on Facebook, and right, it just people sign up, show up, and. There you go. We're teaming. Uh, we team up with a lot of other companies too. Do you guys have out. a for your your local running group? Do you guys have like an official Facebook page? Uh, we have a fa uh, my Facebook page. Uh, with uh, you search my name, and then it brings you up to the Trail Initiative page, and we just uh, we have events posted on there. Okay. Um, not the biggest computer savvy person. Eric's actually going to help me make it into a actual business account but right yeah yeah it's it's really cool that yeah. is cool we have a big ultra running community out here yeah san diego 100 just kicked off last 
this last weekend here. And, um, very big. We have uh, San Diego Ultra Running Friends, the huge uh, ultra running um, club. Uh, and then we have some side clubs, the San Diego Dirt Devils, uh, YMCA Trail Runners. So it's a big culture out here. It's really, really growing, which is really awesome to see. I'm new to the sport, but. Okay, so that brings up another question. How did you get into trail running? Because if I look at your ultra sign-up results, you've got quite yeah. a bit of finishes. <laughs> I mean, you've yeah. got the San Diego 50-miler, uh, Lost Boys 50-milers, Noble Canyon 50K, um, Wild Horse Trail Half Marathon, the Nanny Goat 12-hour. So you've done your fair amount of, of trail running and trail races. How did you get into it? You know, I got into it, um, actually, uh, a friend of mine recommended uh, Lake Hodges 50K, and uh, I've never done a marathon in my life. I did half marathons, and my buddy told me about Lake Hodges 50K, um, so I just winged it. Never done a marathon before. I did Mount Laguna Marathon was uh, my first marathon. I just did that last year, but I went from a half marathon to 50k kind of a go big or go home kind of thing so it, it was more of just a friend tell me about trail running and I kind of got bored with roading running on the road nothing nothing against the followers that run roads it's just a little too painful for me <laughs> pretty monotonous so I yeah yeah <laughs> you can only look at so many buildings in a race and it's just like okay you know so um that was it yeah um kind of hey check this out let's go trail running the guy uh, a guy on facebook befriended him now we're like best friends he's my training partner we run constantly all the time so so you so you got bored with run half marathons and it was like oh let's go do this 50k so leading up to that 50k yeah were you actually running on trails at that point or were you just like straight to the trail no I was straight to the trail really 50K, right on the trail yeah oh yeah, what was no. that like a very slow race for me to be honest with you but it was instant instant like instant fell in love with trails right like, as soon as the race started the the vibe the the people the race director was awesome paul jesse i think you guys chatted with him before um race director of San Diego 50, Lake Hodges 50. Right. Um, so all these people was just a big influence. You see all these people and it's just like, it's just an instant high and been trail running ever since. I haven't done a road race in three years. So that's um, really cool to hear. I mean, I yeah, think a lot was, of people have that same experience where that first yeah. time they come to the trail running, they're just, well, one, it could be overwhelming because everything's really new and it, it makes that, that activity of running really fresh again, right? It's yeah. like you fall in love with it again. And it turned into a passion, um, not only just trail running, but wanted to be a part of something amazing. Uh, that's why I was like, let's start this foundation. I help help out with as many races as I can. Um, people joke with me. They're like, well, you're a huge outdoors person. I love to hike, love to, you know, be outside and it's funny because people I know they're like well you work at a hospital um that's kind of a catch-22 isn't it I'm like oh yeah yeah work in a basement of a hospital but I love outdoors it's just kind of 
funny to me. You gotta be balanced out, right? You, you can't always. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. I'd rather be like a park ranger in Yosemite and just chill out there all the time. But you know, <laughs> gotta feed the kids. And <laughs> that's right. Maybe in your next life you can do that. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. All right. So tell me a little bit about access to to your trails there. So. When I think of San Diego, I think of kind of a bigger metropolitan area with a lot of beach. But I know on the other hand, you guys have a lot of trails. How easy is it to access the trails there? Extremely easy. Uh, I was, I was, you know, when uh, I started, you know, I did this Lake Hodges 50K. I was like, okay, that's cool. There's a, one trail. Where are all these races held in that? And uh, we have Mission Trails regional park right here in uh eastern san diego um we have uh, mount laguna and cuyamaca where they run the uh the uh, san diego hundred that's that's only like a 45 minute hour drive from downtown san diego okay you just hop on the freeway and you're you're right in this you know beautiful beautiful park the pct is a maybe an hour hour and 15 minute drive and uh, we all know the PCT, you can run out there forever. So, right. Huge access to trails. Um, that, that cleanup we did at Rose Canyon Trail, I didn't even know it existed. Um, Eric at Elevon, uh, Elevation Culture, he wanted to do start his a group run um, outside of a shop. And uh, he wanted to get it cleaned up before, before he started these group runs. I had no... I had no idea it was even there and it's a gorgeous single track trail right and uh, you can actually hear the freeway um cars on the freeway but you wouldn't know it just looking around it's amazing out there right so there's there's trails everywhere you have chula vista uh, down by uh, the border there's so many sweetwater trails out there um so I was very surprised at how metropolitan it is, but there's a lot, a lot of trails, a lot of races. They just um, opened a new 50K out here in San Diego, the uh, Black Mountain 50K, which is um, kind of east as well. So, yeah, and the weather, you know, 75 <laughs> degrees year round. You can't beat that. That's like a trail runner's dream. Yeah, for to, sure. Not to, not to like rub your face in it but we don't have to worry about snow or anything like oh, you guys do in utah <laughs> i know man we get crushed in the winter time but that's the, i guess that's kind of the trade-off uh right just having you know our immediate access to the the trails is you know for me it's a five minute drive to the trailhead and then right. can climb you know four thousand feet to the top of mount ogden there you go but i'll i would take that i would take your 75 degree weather year round for sure <laughs> right over my immediate access you know i think there's that definite trade-off so let's kind of like go ahead and spin this back around to the trail initiative so since you guys have so many trails there and the access is so it's really convenient do you think that leads to you know more litter more trash on the trail because of the access oh yeah yeah definitely um more people obviously that aren't conscious or aware of trail etiquette yeah right. definitely um people go out there you know and um throw trash out on the ground they uh they um i think litters just increase with public increase because um you know they get that mindset that oh you know 
that's what park rangers are for is to clean trails clean up after me you know and with trails growing and you know park rangers and park staff out here it's very limited you know um this is strictly my opinion but people litter because they don't feel responsible for public areas like trails and parks and right they always just want it well someone else will come clean it up you know and what does so so what do uh well let me think about how i'm gonna say that so most of your trails are they are they state trails where people have to pay to access them um mount laguna you need an adventure pass where you, it's like 30 dollars a year um you put it in your car and that helps with you know maintaining mount laguna um Cuyamaca to park in certain areas you have to pay a fee um, Mission Trails is strictly free to the public, right? Which, being strictly free, is you know more traffic, more people, thus more littering, you know. And uh, uh, yeah, so there's not really fees or you know permits, and right. that's another thing um, why we started this is. Uh, um, is you know more and more trails are just being permitted and shut down and you know limiting access to uh, runners and hikers and um, you know and that made me kind of upset a little bit and well these trails are being closed you got Mount Whitney you need a permit Grand Canyon you need a permit you know right. more and more trails but those are being closed just because of the volume of people. Right. They're not, not closed, but you, they're, you basically have to like schedule the day that you're going to go right, and right. climb Whitney. And the Grand Canyon, if you want to do like a double crossing of the Grand Canyon, you're still able to do that now. But I think in the future, right. they're going to definitely say, okay, you've got to make a reservation to do this. Right. And that that's for traffic, but I can see it happening more and more due to you know, the trails and outdoors and things of that nature. We go out to Mount Laguna and after the after the winter because we don't get snow here, so everybody goes to Mount Laguna to play in the snow. And you should see some of the trash that's left behind. It is uncanny. Um, people, well, I'll see piles of trash just sitting maybe 10 feet away from a garbage can. So these just, people are going out and like camping and just like hanging out and leaving all their stuff? Yeah, yeah. I've seen piles of trash out there. It, it's unreal. Graffiti out on the trees. It's just um, unreal. Uh, the mount This is just after the winter season because everybody wants to go up and hang out in the snow. Right. So That's pretty sad. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, and the main reason of this um, initiative was, you know, my son loves the outdoors. Right. And, you know, if, if we don't take care of trails and the outdoors and nature right now, there's going to be very few places to um, spend when uh, when they're older. So. So how do you. I, plan on combating this it's almost like you have the different type of people that are going to litter so you have those people that are going to go and they're going to party and they're going to they're going to camp and they're going to just leave all their trash there and then you have those people that 
are maybe somewhat conscious of their actions, but they think, oh, like you said, there's a park ranger. They're going to come by. They're going to pick it up. And then you have this third right. group of people that are the accidental like litterer. They don't realize that they dropped something, right? right. And I think a lot of trail right. runners are kind of guilty of the accidental one because a goo packet will fall on the ground. They didn't mean to, right? right? So you almost have, have to have like a three three-headed you know way of dealing with these different groups so tell me a little bit do you have a, a plan how you're going to you know approach each of these groups um, how are you going to how do you see the trail initiative being most effective and making people aware of their actions um, well by the public the, the non-trail community um, non-outdoor community i think expressing our own passions with the outdoors and uh trails by letting guilty parties know hey you know this is not acceptable you know you see, we see people littering and stuff you know approach them approach them kindly and just be like hey you know this is this needs to be picked up you know it's gonna and yet we always use hey we're gonna more and more fees are going to be added if we keep doing this, you know, kind of like coach them into be like, Hey, you know, you're enjoying it because it's free. You're enjoying it, but you keep doing stuff like this. It's going to be more and more money. And I just looked up um, some of the California laws. I think it's a hundred, it's a hundred dollar fine with eight hours of cleaning of trash for uh, first time offenses. So and then second, are you, third and fourth. Are you going to get that for sure? If somebody's caught, is it a hundred dollar fine or eight this hours is or is it both? It's both. Oh it's my both. goodness. That's so awesome. And yeah. And then after that, if you're a second time offender, it's $750 and 20 hours of cleaning up trash oh. caught by park rangers or local law enforcement. Yeah. I looked that up just um, last night and I was curious. I was like, man, what is, what is some of the punishments for, you know, it's pretty strict out here in California. California is so populated that they're really strict on recycling, separating your trash, which is a good thing. You know, right. a yard waste actually goes when we do yard work, it actually goes into a green trash bin to be recycled into mulch and reused. Right. Um, um, as far as like trail runners, um, I'm still working with local um race directors like i said we're still new so i'm still getting the word out um right. but i always wanted to do maybe like a say this um san diego 100 just happened and most of our races they're real um they're really good about you know going back and cleaning up and you know leaving it the way they found it i think all race directors trail runners we all are pretty conscious about that um right but i was wanting to talk to some race directors about um maybe doing like a fun run after a race you know and do like a sweep of the course um with different groups at different sections of the race and just you know have a good time um uh getting together um making it fun and then going after a race and just sweeping courses um cleaning things like that uh, they do a good job because they have like course sweepers that take down the course markers, oh. and they usually will pick up the trash as they're right. picking up markers. But but they're only they're only seeing it, that narrow corridor when they're when they're right. sweeping a course. Because a lot of times, you know, that trash will be off the side of the the trail, and they might not get off their horse and go get it. 
So that'd be kind right. of cool if you, if you set that up that way where you guys are like, yeah. okay, not only are we going to try to clean up, you know, incidental, but we're also looking mm-hmm. for stuff that's out there that might be bigger. So like you said, right. the plastic water bottles, which is like the bane of a, the existence for, for trail users, right? I think that'd be a really good mm-hmm. idea. Yeah, yeah, you know, and um, making it fun because, you know, when you when you say, hey, we're just going to go up and clean up trash and people are like, eh, it's a Saturday, you know. Um, so we, we try to make it fun. We try to, you know, get camaraderie, some, you know, time to like meet some new people. Right. Uh, maybe do a fun run trail. A certain section of a trail is really bad. Do a fun run and make it like an event. Here's two teams. Whoever picks up the most trash in this ten-mile training run, you know, they, they win something. something or, right? Yeah. You get some companies to donate some stuff, so that way there's an, an incentive yeah, for people. Yeah, to come exactly. Yeah. I think maybe another way you can incentivize people to to do that is if you've got, say, you've got San Diego 100, and I don't know if they require volunteer or trail work hours to end yeah, the they race. Do. They do. Maybe, yeah. maybe yeah. that's something that you can partner with those guys. Say, hey, if the trail initiative is going to have a trash cleanup on this day, if you go out and do eight hours, then that counts as your service requirement. Right. Yeah. And I got I got some paperwork from the Rangers saying, um, like, not even for races, like volunteer like that. I um I have the forms to give these people volunteer hours. Um, we do have what's called San Diego Trail Fit, that they're a big part of um, the Mount Laguna, Cuyamaca area of keeping that maintained. Um, trail mission is more um, inner city kind of trails for now. And then right. I'm, I'm looking to, I'm looking to maybe possibly team up with um, the Trail Fit guys up, up in the mountains. Um, okay. Yeah. I have a book of ideas. It's just putting them into action. I got to really prioritize how. (laughs) I mean, you're just getting this thing rolling, but it sounds like it's a really good idea. So you're going to start there local in in Southern California. You're going to focus on mostly urban trails, it sounds like. And I think a lot of um, trail running towns are are classified into the urban trail system. Mm-hmm. Did you have uh, any plans to to grow that to other cities and then to other states? Oh yeah, um, I would like to eventually once we get the details hammered out with the this first chapter. I would love to start chapters in different states, um, all over the country, because um, each each state has their own you know, hurdles as regards to litter and trash and trail right. restoration, trail cleanups. Um, well, I think there's some know, universal I, truths to, to every trail town, right? So like for, for yeah. um, I know that Waterfall Canyon is going to have a lot of trash in it after every weekend because people want to hike up and see the waterfall. And these type of people mm-hmm. that go up and see that waterfall they might only hike once a month or even once a year and they don't quite right. understand what their impact is on that watershed by leaving orange peels or leaving that water bottle. They, they right. don't they don't see that they have a responsibility for going out and using those trails. And there's, you know, your trail initiative 
if there were signs at the trailhead saying, hey, you know, please, um, please pack all your stuff out, but, but said in a nice way at a big sign right from the trash can. I think that would help yeah. out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we, um, it's funny you brought that up. Me and uh, Eric are actually um, talking to the Rangers to adopt the trail we were, uh, I was telling you about where we claimed uh, Rose Canyon and adopt that trail and put a sign up saying this is maintained by Elevation Culture, the trail initiative, you know, and um, yeah, definitely make signs um, by trash cans, you know, and maybe purchase some more trash cans. I know another thing that's a big problem is some people, they they only see a trash can at the middle of the trailhead in, or the beginning of the trailhead. I'm thinking maybe put a couple as you go kind of thing, you know, and have um, different uh, chapters or adopt different trails, you know, and maintain it. Right. That's one of the ideas I was um, talking to Eric about is how about we, you know, incorporate more opportunities to put these receptacles in different parts of the trail because most of the receptacles are just in the beginning of the trail and people get kind of lazy and they get out there and they're like, I don't want to carry all this back. Right. I think so. the only drawback to having a trash can out in the middle of the trail is um, one, how are you going to secure it against wildlife? And, and right, two, exactly. how are you going to have an easy access for somebody to come in and change that out? Right. So you can you can probably so, figure that out though. You can be like, all right, if you, this is your chapter and you're responsible for this trail, um, then you're responsible for that trash can. You know, you got to figure out how to get it in and out by foot traffic. Right. <laughs> that could be a good yeah. workout. Good workout. Yeah, yeah. I'm still brainstorming some things. You know, I I I always love taking people's input. That's when uh, when you guys contacted me about being on this podcast. I was super stoked because. I love taking insight from different folks and different people because when you see it, just you and what your goals and dreams are, other people can bring this in and be like, well, that might be a little hard. That might be, um, we'll try this. So, um, yeah, uh, it's, it's a great thing. Um, we have a lot of ideas, a lot of things going. I'm hoping to get a chapter in, you know, more LA area and beyond. Um, and then hopefully, um, get it across the country. Um, I'm talking to a, uh, couple folks in Nevada about starting a Las Vegas chapter. Right. So, yeah, they've got um, a pretty big trail system. I mean, you don't think of Las Vegas as having, you know, a big trail system, but they got a pretty big one out there by that Mount Charles area. Oh yeah. I got six, six races this year in Las Vegas alone. That's crazy. Um, Yeah. I have one actually in a couple of weeks in July. So what in which, July, Las Vegas? Yeah. Yeah. I, and I also have, um, Valley of fire 50 K. So, wow. When's that right out there as well? I think that's up in, in September. Right. Um, so it might cool off just so, a touch, just a touch. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm used to, I don't know how I'm going to train for this. I got, I'm in 75 degree weather. It's going to be a hundred plus out there in July for, <laughs> Exactly. So races, why, why but, are you drawn to the Las Vegas races? I mean, you seem like you I, have a bunch there in Southern California. Is this like a new area and you just want to go explore it? Uh, that and I was born and raised in Las Vegas. So, oh, okay. Um, 
I'm also an ambassador for a running company out there. So they want me to check out their new races, give them some feedback and things like that too. Right. So. Well, that's awesome. Well, I think what you're doing is really rad. Um, one of our local uh, trail runners, Logan Ledford, he basically did the same thing you did. You know, he for his way of coming about it was a little different. He wanted to mm -hmm. kind of promote inclusion within our trail running community here. And he had, you know, one day, let's go out and let's collect trash. And he collected a whole bunch of trash. Right. So it became, he became like the focal point of, he's the trash dude, right? And when <laughs> somebody sees trash on the trail, they're like, Logan, let's, let's get this organized. And one of the problems that he's coming up against is everybody's relying on him to, right. to do it. Instead of having like a local chapter, like what you're doing, which would be so cool to have here because the Wasatch Front has the same problem that San Diego does. Mm -hmm. It has easy access to the trails and it's getting loved to death. So I'm excited once you get this to the point where you can spread it to other places because we would definitely like to have something like that here. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah. Um, and you know, and some cities are just so big, it's hard to reach everything with just one chapter so right so you got temecula that's a couple hours away you got um you know la jolla different sections it's san diego greater area but it's so spread out that it, it it takes it takes many people it does to make make something great and um right now we're just yeah just four months uh it, it's growing and it's really awesome to grow and now it's taking that growth and um organizing it and that's one of our biggest hurdles right now is organizing getting reliable people to be chapter you know take on chapters as leaders right and things like that um but you know it's a hurdle um you know as trail running we we take hurdles and obstacles and just climb over them and keep going so we sure do. Have you guys uh, filed the 501c3 yet? Not yet. Right now, it's just more of a um, just a local kind of thing. Uh, as it's, that's another um, agenda on my to-do list is to file right. to be an actual nonprofit organization, to, which will help. That would um, start getting some money in, right? Yeah, exactly. We're we're making some hats, some merchandise, and stuff like that. So, yeah, I think well, next week actually, I got a meeting to um, talk to some people about actually making it a nonprofit organization, which will help with growth, yeah. help with um, um, getting it bigger and right. spreading the word about it. We're actually uh, we're making a website, um, getting a calendar on our our website of different events. You know, making it easily accessible. To people they can go on the calendar and be like oh you know they're doing a run slash cleanup on this day i think i'm gonna go right. um, kind of steer away more not steer away but make it more legit by making a website rather than using instagram facebook instagram and facebook are great tools but to make it really grow into something national um we'd have to put a website and make it, you know, really legit. So, right. And then sponsors are yeah. going to want to see that too. They'll be like, okay, right, these guys right. are totally legit and this will be a good place for us to put our, our, our brand, our logo will be associated with them. That'll definitely right. help you guys draw that, that next level of sponsorship dollars coming in for sure. 
Oh yeah, yeah. Well, that's so yeah, fine. we're taking that and doing uh doing that and getting it going. It's it's gonna be great. Right on. So you guys got something coming up soon? You got another another cleanup going on in your area? Yeah, we have a cleanup. Um, we're gonna be um, the trail we've been working on. We're just gonna be moving it up a few more miles, and um, that'll be in a couple weeks. Um, we were gonna do it this week, but uh, San Diego 100. We didn't want to take away from that. Um, no. we, rock and roll marathon was here. Uh, we didn't want to take away from that either. So, um, we kind of been on a little hiatus a little bit for events due to some of the races, big races we didn't want to take away from. Right. Um, are you guys going to do something like every month? Is that kind of like your plan right now? Maybe. Um, and then we do group runs. So um, this last group one is all women except me. So <laughs> yeah, I saw that. You're lucky, uh, which dude. is cool. What's that? I saw that picture. You were pretty lucky. Oh yeah, right. Very lucky. Um, now these these trail ultra the ladies out here are amazing, amazing runners, amazing talent here. Um, um, so yeah. We need to get the guys to step it up a bit, but <laughs> it was fun. So we're planning to do like group runs, make it fun, you know, get the word out, um, get some brochures made, start mailing some of that stuff out. So right. So if somebody wanted some more information, what's the best way for them to contact you right now? Um, I have an email, uh, the Trail Initiative at Gmail dot com. Okay. Uh, all one word. Um, right. They can email me. You know, anything and everything. I check it daily. Um, and then you have a couple Instagram. Yeah. So you got a couple social feeds right now. You got Instagram. Yes. What's, yeah. what's your Instagram uh, handle? Uh, if they just search the trail initiative and in Instagram, they'll, they'll see it right there. We okay. have our own set, um, our own set, uh, Instagram page. And then if they search on Facebook, Mike, Lay Michael Lehman, L A Y M O N on Facebook, you'll see our logo right there. And, um, yeah, uh, join us, befriend us, and uh, follow us. Okay. Uh, I post events and everything on Facebook. We uh, post pictures and stuff we're doing on Instagram. So, right on. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, if, if the Trail Manners crew can help in any way, besides you know getting this out there to all our listeners, you know, oh, let us know because we'll we'll do our best because we really we're strong believers and we're passionate about. Keeping the trail as clean as it can be, so that way everybody has access to it. And we really appreciate what you guys are doing down there in Southern California, for sure. Well, thank you. Yeah. Um, I always love the saying by Vince Lombardi. He always said, um, the climb to the top, you never were dropped on the top of the mountain. You have to climb to it. So uh, we're climbing, and we hope to get to the top soon. And it's it's just setting that example, setting, uh, uh, showing people, you know, hey, not when we're littering or doing things we're not supposed to out on the trail you know we're not just hurting the trail now we're hurting the trail for kids and future generations and things like that that's right so, so you just have to be conscious of, of your behavior so that way you don't yeah. ruin it for everybody else right exactly so. right on mike hey i want to thank you for you know taking your time today and talking to us about the trail initiative I, i'm i'm psyched on it i think you're going to do some great things well, I appreciate you having us. It was it was great talking to you about it, and 
I think we'll we'll get you back on again once you get this thing like freaking big and it's rolling and it's in all 50 states we'll definitely get you back on the show because it'll be interesting to see you know how it's progressed and what hurdles you're you're bumping up against and how you've overcome them so i look forward to that that conversation oh yeah me too and if you have anybody out there that wants to be a chapter president um have them give me an email or is interested or want some more information um have them send me that email and we can get the ball rolling out in utah as well yeah for sure I'll include uh, I'll include Michael's uh, com- uh, contact information in the show notes. So if there's any listeners out there that are interested in doing this and being part of the Trail Initiative, uh, his contact stuff will be in the show notes. Um, you can find them on Instagram, the Trail Initiative. Also, you can find him on Facebook. Mike, thanks again for taking your time for joining us. Well, thanks. Thanks for having us. The Trail Marist Podcast. Again, this is show number 88. I'm your host, Joel Hatch, with Eric Manning. And thanks for listening today. Thank you for listening to the Trail Manners Podcast. We'd like to thank Michael Lehman from the Trail Initiative for taking the time to join Joel on the phone today. You can check more of him out on Instagram at the Trail Initiative. We also want to encourage everybody to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Trail Manners or swing by our website at trailmanners.com. There on the store page, you can check out some cool gear, grab your swag and rights, or hit us up on the contact page. Let us know what you want to see, who you want to hear, or if you would like to be on the show. Until next time, this is Eric Manning with Joel Hatch reminding you, you don't get what you wish for, you get what you work for. Now go get it.